and Grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan. Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode 246 of There's No Place I Terror Stargate First Watch Rewatch Podcast. I am Nixie. And I am Grace. Hello, friends. Welcome to 2021. We missed you. We love you. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, listen. It's been a while. It feels like we've had all of 2020 happen since we've last recorded. Y'all, it's, um... Oh, by the way, to, this is uh, uh, Stargate First Watch yep. Podcast. Today, we are watching Stargate Atlantis. <laughs> We're so out of... T- Season 3, Episode 7, uh-huh. Common Ground. Common Ground. A.K.A. or My Brother. A.K.A. Or something like that. The Great Escape. You. The Great Escape is perfect. <laughs> Mine was trash. I was trying to remember what Todd says at the end. Oh, he was like... For brothers. Yeah. For brothers. Or for brothers. That's what it is. Yeah. She's gonna do it in the in the voice. Or for brothers. Because I have a whole rant about how much I love his voice. Brothers. Um, two brothers. <laughs> <laughs> Both alike in dignity. Yeah. <laughs> And a Spanish Armada. See, see, we're, yeah. we're hybriding it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, honestly, Romeo and Juliet is my least favorite Shakespeare uh, I mean, play. I don't even think of it as Shakespeare. It's my favorite Baz Luhrmann movie. It, now listen, <laughs> I like the Baz Luhrmann yeah. movie. No, and just in general, never kind of Romeo and Juliet. Find it real creepy. Yeah, the story's a little... Yeah, I, I even me, I in can't my get, sentiment... I can't get over the creep level in it's it. It's not my guy, but I did love that movie. I was, like, the right age to Oh, yeah, to the be, movie like, was fantastic. That shit up. I do remember... Um, um, oh, there is... <clears throat> there, the Mercutio's speak... Speak. The plague, the plague of, of both your houses? No, no, no. Not the plague of both your houses one, but he has one earlier about, like, Tatiana. thumb at me? Oh. Oh, that one. That one I did. I don't remember any of it now, but that was a monologue I had to do for English class one time. Fancy. Yeah, and I did it in some, like, ridiculous costume. Because well, it's me. Yeah. By the way, none of you can see this right now, um, but I had to say fuck you to 2020 in a bold way, so my hair is, like, neon pink right now. Yeah. That is a symptom of lock-in. It's her yeah. lock-in symptom. It's my, it's, uh, for those who are also CR fans, uh-huh. I, I call it the Caduceus cosplay. It's 100% Caduceus clay hair. <laughs> and it wasn't necessarily on purpose, but I'm super glad it turned out to just it. be bright Caduceus clay hair. I cut my own hair, because that's who I am. Listen, that's go for all it. I'm doing I did right that now. for years, even before quarantine. Yeah, soon. Soon I will do things. Um, Vaccines are coming. Um, hey, so we'll touch on this lightly, but we want—we're here to dip, do some fun. Yes. Uh, it's been strange. It's been tough. It's been—it's been a rough week. Sad, scary, angry—all yeah. all the feels. Um, uh-huh. We love you guys. Take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. Um, use your minds and be kind. And um, find go go do some uh, self care shit. Yeah. Um, I found my sewing game again in the past two days. Yeah. Day and a half. Um, 
I have been killing things a lot in mm-hmm. Tomb Raider. Oh, we won't even get into the fact that the week between Christmas and New Year's, I basically did only Assassin's Creed. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Do Whatever it means to take care of yourself, do that. Yeah. Um, and, and make sure you're taken care of and, and call the people you love. Yes. Uh, that was another big one that hit me hard this week. I didn't realize how fucked up my voice was. Uh, I will, I will share personally. I've been through a couple of uh, personal fuckeries, mm-hmm. a couple of losses. Uh, um, not necessarily of people. Well, I guess one is of people. One is a people. One is a people, and one is a and one is a, a thing that was very important. That had heart. people. Yeah, in um, it. But you know, just um. Take care of yourselves. We love you. And fuck, let's get into some pop culture and have some fun. Oh my gosh. Uh, So pop culture, I, like I said, um, played a lot of Assassin's (laughs) Creed to the, like, to the detriment of some other things in my life. I played, I just needed video games for like a solid week. Um, I also watched all of Bridgington. Oh my God. Yeah. In a day. Um, That, yep. That that happened. It was yes, I loved it. So <laughs> I learned this because I think I saw it and I wrote in the group chat. Like you we did. have a ladies group chat. I was like, hey, this is basically Gossip Girl in this 18th century. <laughs> now can I tell you, I would not. I, I do not enjoy Gossip Girl. Yeah. My thing is because it's a period piece. But that's why, yeah, and that's why it was important. I was like, it's kind of trash, but but give it a shot. But it's period trash, which I yeah. For some reason. If there's a sci-fi twist or if it's a period piece, I'm more open to trash. I, I agree. Um, what I learned recently is that Gossip Girl was actually based on the books that Bridgerton is. Oh, really? Of. Yeah, so I was like, oh, okay. So, okay. So I wasn't too far <laughs> off. Um, but, yeah, I'm all about the period pieces as well. It's a big fan. It big fan. I, I don't know how to I also, um, you were very, very excited because I finally did a watch through and not a playthrough. Oh, yeah. The Last of Us. Yep. Uh, yeah, brother Matt and I were like, and now what do you think? And yeah. now what do you think? And, and um, listen. It's if okay. It's one of those where if you have the opportunity to play it, play it. Yeah. Because um, I'm glad I watched it, and there's definitely a bunch of cool stuff. And I'm thankful that you guys led me to the watch that has yeah. Troy Baker and Nolan North yeah, in it. Yeah, the retro replay is just, uh, you know, Troy, uh, Troy Baker plays Joel. Um, and, and Nolan North is, uh, the love of my life yep. outside of, uh, husband Jesse. Uh, he's my number two, if you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, who's also, he's also Nathan Drake, um, and the character in this, in this game. But something about their play, uh, Troy is very Hollywood. Like, it's very easy to get a little Eric by him, but you can also see the passion and how much he loves it. Oh, 100%. Yeah, so there's a sp- certain amount of care that he shows for the game that I like. Yeah, and, and like I said, you know, my thing is, the story is great. Mm-hmm. Um, and it didn't hit, I think, as emotionally for me as A, just because things don't hit more emotionally for me yeah. most of the time. But B, you know, I can definitely feel how it hits you more when you're playing in the dark when yeah. that's the only sound going on. You know, I was watching it while working and they have their commentary over it. Yeah, um, yeah. There's, there's something about the immersion in that game. <clears throat> yeah, so if you get a chance to play it, uh, I just <clears throat> don't think I've... I think the only time I've ever touched a PlayStation controller is when I've had to switch between episodes when we're watching something at your house. Yeah, yeah, fair. I think that's the only time I've ever been near a PlayStation. Yeah. 
It's it's definitely a complicated game as far as stuff like that, uh, crafting and all that, yeah. etc. Um, on a similar vein, <laughs> I finally completed. It's an old ass game, but I finally completed the Tomb Raider trilogy, the new one. That's awesome. Uh, I played the the first one, Tomb Raider. Uh, which came out, I think it's 2014, maybe it was 2012, I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Actually, around the same time as The Last of Us. Um, I finished, I, I ate that game in three days, is what I call it. <laughs> well, my Eivor in Assassin's Creed is now up to level 250. Nice. Uh, yeah, and we're cruising through the plot line still. I love um, it. The other big thing that happens, not mm. entirely pop culture, is you guys had a very critical mark... In the Avernus D&D campaign that we play in, and you hit it on New Year's oh, Eve. Oh, yep, we did that. <laughs> we, uh, you now have a, a part celestial on your team. Yeah, we've got this really cool setup now because one of our players found this, well, we found yeah. the sword that a whole game uh, revolves around. Yeah. I won't overdo it in case someone's in case playing. someone's playing it but let's but, just say um but now we've got like these two really cool characters who's yeah. like the do you want the good cop or the bad cop uh-huh two very charismatic people that are very different from each other in <laughs> yes. looks but we'll both beat your ass <laughs> well well it's one of those where very different in looks very different in approach very uh-huh. different in personality both will beat your, kick ass. your ass in different ways yeah yeah how would you like your ass beat yes um that one was really cool. What did I do pop culturally? Uh, I played Tomb Raider. I... I also... And this is... Uh, I have officially, I guessed... I was toying with it, I think, last time we were recording. But I, I've officially invested and am 100% definitely making an Ahsoka Tano cosplay. Oh, that's right. I got my shoes the other day. I got the fabric in the mail. I got kits to make lightsabers. Yep. For Christmas. Oh, it's it's happening. Um, and I guess at some point I'm gonna be making a headpiece. Oh yeah. Yeah. You gotta. Um. That reminded me of Christmas gifts. Um, I now have a standing desk that I'm really excited about. Listen, this is the shit we nerd out the about when you're things. adults. Okay, the other thing that I nerd out that made me feel like a super grown up that I will share with you all is I got a edger for my lawn and it makes me so happy. It's so happy. It's the weirdest thing. Um. So that was the one thing. Another pop culture coming up that I'm excited for. Yeah. By the time this airs, uh, by the time this episode drops, it will have aired. So you check it out because I'm looking forward to it. But there's a new show coming to Masterpiece um, called All Creatures Great and Small. Oh. Yeah. Can I tell you? I have that book. Do you? I've never read it, but I have it. Do Yeah. Well, if you're not going to read it, I would like to read it. Yeah, I have it. I almost it. bought it. It's um, actually a vintage copy. Oh, that's awesome. That I got from someone who's clearing out books, and I just like the cover art. Oh, my God. So I took it, but I've never read it. Yeah, I don't yeah, even know yeah. what it's about. It's about a veterinarian. It, okay. You know, it, it's a period piece. All creatures, great and small. Yeah, but it's... um. So it's totally Dr. Doolittle? It's, it's Dr. <laughs> Doolittle, but better. It's like if you... um, uh, How do I How do I share it? I don't know. It just, I feel like it's going to be a safe place to go to if things get weird. In gotcha, gotcha. Um, so I'm looking forward to it. Um, so yeah, all creatures great and small. Um, I will say, I have one. With my dogs who ate my internet. Uh, oh, guys, the dogs ate the internet. Yeah. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> I have one small, I have a book recommendation actually. I'll do it. Um, this isn't going to surprise basically anyone on the face of the earth that I'm into this book, but. 
Uh, so Sam Hewen oh. <laughs> and Graham McTavish yeah. from Outlander fame, mm-hmm. among other things, they are... They just decided to... I don't know what came first, the chicken or the egg, the TV show or the yeah. book, but the book came out first, so maybe it was the book. I don't know. Um, Men in Kilts is a, a show coming out next month on Stars, and it's just them taking a tour around Scotland and, nice. like, learning history and then, like, drinking some scotch and, like, doing... That sounds right up your alley. Can I tell you the? I need to listen to the audiobook. I, I'm 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 about fifty pages left in the actual book. Maybe even less than that. <laughs> uh, the entire book is written. Sam will have a section, and then Graham will have a section, and they'll have interludes where they talk to each other, and they just take the shit out of each other. Nice. And like, oh yeah, reminder: watch staged if you haven't already. Watched oh my it. god, watch. Speaking of two people just taking the shit That's out exactly of each other. That's exactly what made me think of it. Yeah. <clears throat> um. It is so much fun. If you, like me, have any interest in the, uh, let's just say, colorful history that is Scottish history. Oh, I like that. It's such a good book. Mm -hmm. So much history that I've learned through it. And you learn it while they're just talking about their own history, about like the filming of Outlanders by this. It's just so much fun. And they... They're just two guys. They're having the grandest time, and they have that friendship where they will just insult. Nice. They're enti- like they're just a stream of insults to each other. But the <laughs> okay, brothers. Tell us again the name of oh, the. Oh, the name of the book is Clanlands. Clanlands. The name of the series coming out is Men in Kilts. Got it. Okay, I have one last thing, and yes. then let's get on with the show. Yes. Because you mentioned books. Yes. Um, I'm reading Dune because why not? Because Dune. But also. Uh, I picked up something that's been on my shelf forever, uh-huh. one of those, and I just it's just really enjoyable way to read this. So it's it's a John Steinbeck book, but it's a John Steinbeck retelling the stories of King Arthur. Oh, is so it? they're told in a modern. I don't know why that would be up your alley right. in any way, shape, yeah. or form. But it's just nice because sometimes the you know the older the older writings can be difficult to wrap your brain around or yeah. they're, they're difficult to get into a groove into and, yeah. and something about John Steinbeck's writing is it's they're just conversations it's uh it's like oh gosh who just did the North mythology Neil Gaiman yeah. did the North mythology book yeah so it's uh, The Acts of King Arthur and His Noble Knights by John Steinbeck. So there's stories you know, but they're told in this really fun way. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, and he picks up on these different specific details since he's so people-oriented, I feel. Yeah. Um, I just, I love Steinbeck. I love King Arthur. I love things. Yeah. The end. Done. Okay. Okay. Why are we here? We're here because on August 8th, 2006... <laughs> Written by Ken uh, Capuris, uh, um, directed close. by William Waring. Okay. Guys, we have Robert Davy back. Guys, we have a Christopher Hyderall back <laughs> as the Wraith, who is fucking fantastic Todd. in like everything he does. Our boy Todd, yeah. Um, and another sanctuary favorite, Ryan Robbins, which I'm glad you picked up. On Todd, because they don't actually name him in this episode, and I will say I didn't name him in my notes as Todd. Okay. Because I didn't want to blatantly give away that we see him again, but I feel like it's kind of uh, well, obvious see, we were going to see it again. I wasn't sure if we'll see him again, but I would. So here's the trouble: is I watch on Amazon now, and they name him, and, and they tell you, yeah, things. they name his name as Todd. Yeah, and I watch everything with subtitles because yeah. dogs and because hundred percent blah blah blah. Anyway, well, let's. I mean, here's the thing. 
you don't know when or how or how much comes back. The way they ended that and with all of the, oh, like... something got happen. You knew we were going to see him again. Okay. The amount of times they talked about the, if we see each other exactly. again. So I still have him written as Wraith in all of my notes because okay. I didn't want to give away, but totally I'll fine. just go by Tom. Do it. Because it's it. easier. Okay. Um, anyways, Brian Robbins um, is super awesome and I love anything he's in. So, we start as... Oh, so many episodes of Stargate start oh, yeah. with our team running towards the gate while under fire. It's fighting times. It's happening. It's um, a crappening. I'm pretty sure even McKay runs faster than me <laughs> at this point. I mean, to some degree, they all have to pass some sort of... Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Also, he doesn't really have like a like a 7-Eleven to run to or a Taco Bell. Well, it's also just more of... I mean, if I was running for my life on that average of basis... That's true. I would probably run faster. Here's my thinking is this, right? They're on Atlantis. Even as crap as the food could get, it's yeah. still not going to. He's still not ordering a stromboli oh, every Friday like I am. <laughs> Everyone's like cholesterol and everything levels got better. Yeah. <laughs> on Atlantis. Yeah. <laughs> so John and Ronan are covering their exit as McKay dials, which I really hope if my level was ever life was ever in constant danger as much as his is, I would yeah. keep my ability to yell snarks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, at ready. that level. Yeah, well, I feel like your true self comes out when your life is in danger. <laughs> yes, and, and I hope etc. To yeah. never find who my true self is. Yeah. So as they run to make their escape, out comes a guy with a fucking harpoon gun. Jeebus. Yeah. And gets John. Uh-huh. Ronan, completely unaware that John is no longer next to him, uh-huh. just continues running through the gate. Yeah. Oh, because if he knew. Yeah. Oh, he, Yeah. And thankfully, these aren't like the impale you. The episode you. would be over if he knew. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> thankfully, these aren't the like impale you harpoons. They're just the grab the back of your tack vest harpoons. It's, yeah. It's just like a hook in a 1920s vaudeville act. It's like yes. yoink. Yeah. Just yeah. to yoink you back. And in this case, um,. This is another case where the gate has that sixth plot sense of when it should close down at the perfect yeah, time. Yeah, it's just very, it's like, oh, you know what the gate is? It's like the underappreciated sur- surly person. <laughs> oh, now you want me to, oh, now you want me to be around. Uh-huh. Now you want me to no, be available sure. to you. Fuck you, dude. I'll close hey. whenever I fucking feel yeah. like closing. So maybe I'm not available right now. <laughs> Eat it. Uh, and looking down at the wounded... And now alone, John Shepard is none other than Acastus Cola. Okay, let me take a minute. Yeah. And I talk about his face. (laughs) Because when did he get a Geraldo Rivera makeover? (laughs) Yeah, he does not look that like Geraldo in previous. Yeah, like it's very, uh, it's he's about to find fucking, what was it? Like, was it Al Capone's grave that, what know. was the story where Geraldo Rivera went to open something? It was live on TV in the 80s. Oh. It was like, it was, um, not, Al, maybe it was Al Capone. No, it wasn't. Or the, it was the, it was the one for mission because I've driven, I thought it was the one where I've driven past where he was kidnapped from. Oh. Anyway, but what? But then it was like a bunch of nothing happened. Yeah. Anyway, he's got that Geraldo Rivera look going. So back on Atlantis, some time has passed. They've sent out search parties. There was nothing to found because apparently they had some. Oh dust yeah, the Vault of Al Capone. It was the Vault yeah. of Al Capone. Okay, I was wrong. That's okay. Um, there was some <laughs> dust of tracelessness involved because both of us were no... barely alive then. So it's yeah. okay. 
Um, sorry, sorry, go ahead. So McKay has the last 50 gate addresses from the yeah. DHD, <laughs> and, you know, remember, we have that, but for convenient uh, plot reasons, the DHD doesn't remember the order in which they're dialed in. No, again, temperamental, <laughs> Stargate things. Um, purely plot reasons. If yeah. there's any reason that they had to be in order secretly. The Stargate's uh, motto is, plot reasons is why I exist. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> 100%. Oh, and Ronan has a new leather coat, I think, this episode. You know, I was wondering if it had just been that long since I'd seen Ronan. No, I think it's, it's like or... a more tailored... I like it. I still like the old one more. Yeah, it, it, it fits him. But well, maybe he got it for, like, Christmas and Taylor's like, hey, wear the new coat. Maybe. It like, had, like, a nice... I like the mantle, the two-tone mantle yeah. on the back of the old one. Yeah. I think this was one of those, like, it's beat up and somebody gifted him a new one. Yeah. So he's like, I gotta wear it at least for a little while. <laughs> and then maybe they'll forget that they gave it to me and I can go back to my... I know my old one is threadbare and has yeah. holes, but I love it. But it's mine. Yeah. It's mine. I could just mend that one for him. It's mine. <laughs> um, so, and... Very helpfully... <laughs> um the there's the IDC from the Janai. Oh. And apparently they they got the IDC from the Janai. It wasn't the newest one, but they mm -hmm. got one and then went to the planet and then they got ambushed. Yeah. So we're just going to ask the Janai first. Hey, did you kidnap John Shepard? <laughs> hey, but you guys got any John Shepard's lying around in your jails anywhere? And and everyone's like, they're not just gonna fucking tell us that they had John Shepard. Yeah. And and Weir's like, yeah, but I'm still gonna ask him because that's actually um, Landon, Landon yeah. calling like right now with the new IDC. Yeah. By the way. And he's like coming to the base, so just I'm gonna ask him this first. <laughs> Ronan, let's just say Ronan doesn't welcome in the most breaking of bread. You, you know, Ronan again. He needs to work on his hosting duties. Because <laughs> that's <laughs> For exactly the most part. top of his mind. Yeah, he's just not great. Not great at hosting people. Um, but backs down when Weir's like, "Chill the fuck out." Yeah. Um, it does seem like Layden is here to help. Mm -hmm. And we find John in the next scene. He's in a cell, screaming out for Kolya. <laughs> and like where are those brownie points that John was supposed to have gotten for not killing him last time he yeah. saw him and he laments that yeah he should have fucking killed Kolya and from adjacent cell we get a purr of a voice a new friend that John is wasting his breath uh-huh the prisons have no escape although that hasn't stopped John before yeah and there's a barred window between them and all that John can see is this figure lying in the shadows. Yeah. Apparently he's been there for many years, and he's here for just allowing himself to be captured alive. I mean, that's one way to put it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You Usually you were in jail because you allowed people to take you yeah. alive. <laughs> yeah, because I'm not dead. That's why I'm here. The um, end. And, uh, and John's like, look, I have people looking for me. They're going to come. And that is when some Janai guards come in to escort John to see Kolya. But it's John, so he snarks. Yeah. And after a shot past his head to the wall behind him, he's like, maybe I'll just go with yeah. you then. He's being moved to a place with less ventilation. Yeah. If you will. <laughs> he takes two steps out of the cell and tries to take out a guard to get the gun, but then is tasered down and is carried to go see Kolya. Yeah. 
On Atlantis, all of Layden's guards are disarmed because of circumstances. So really. Weird tries to diplomacy out of this. <laughs> McKay is... I mean, it doesn't help. I feel like she's doing it at disadvantage. Because, she is. <laughs> because, because of all these buttons. Everyone else is, like, wired. Yeah. Uh, McKay is like, nah, nah, you fucked up and you let your code go out to someone else Where's who lured us at? to a planet and then they ambushed it and Landon's like yeah no that's exactly what happened I mm. fucked up mm-hmm. I let the code be stolen it had to be someone close to me and we're yeah. investigating how that happened yep. same page bro Taylor normally a voice of reason <laughs> I think Danny says it starts like that <laughs> Taylor man is like um this time she's on the maybe you're still playing us card yeah since Layden has done that before. Uh-huh. Uh, to, here's the thing. To Layden's credit, I love this whole episode. You're like, but is he? And he turns out he is Yeah. trying to be legit Well, that's them. the thing is when you are telling the truth, all you have to rest on is this truth. Yeah. And, and faith that people will see it. He's like, look, totally agree. Let's just say I have a history here. Yeah. Okay. I yeah, acknowledge yeah. that. Um, but I put all of my responsibilities leading my people on hold to come here in person to try to help you. And I'll leave if you want to play the ga- blame game. Yeah. I'm here to help you. Yeah. And after Ronan tries some rolls of intimidation checks, Weir invites Layden to continue the talk with just the two of them in her office. In private. I like the way she eyeballs yeah. Ronan. Uh, like she, a, it's the um, mom look. Yeah, she's got this great ability. This act. Her name's escaping me for reasons I can't figure out. But she's got this ability to do like the eye shift acting, mm-hmm. where you. Tori Higginson. Tori Higginson. Thank you. Yeah. I don't know why her name. I just don't know if you're looking for someone else or no, not. No, no, yeah. no, no. Where you can't help but watch where her eyes go. Yeah. You're like, what is she doing? Oh, got it. Okay, she is telling him a story. No matter what her mouth is saying, Uh you're watching her movement. She's a good eye talker. Yeah. Like, there's a game that you learn that, well, that I was taught when you're first learning your dogs and trying to teach them your boss, like the look at me game Uh to remind them who the fucking boss is. Yeah. I feel like she could get me to look at her in that game. Like, you're the boss, always the boss. Got it. Kaylee frequently fails that game. Oh, Drakey's like, I'm not going to look at you. I don't want to. I know (laughs) know you want to. Kaylee specifically, like... I'm looking everywhere except you. for you yeah. just because you want me to. Yeah, it's, and it's really, that's what it's about. It's this game of, like, who's, yeah. it's like domination game. Uh-huh. <laughs> but anyway. So they tie John down to what is, actually looks like a very comfortable chair. Oh, yeah. And we let an old school TV camera in front of them. <laughs> the last time I've seen a camera that looks like that was in... A sign at my old TV station. <laughs> it was like an old um, portrait of yeah. like our first studio uh-huh. from the 1950s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's all. Um, and I love the line to capture an extraordinary soldier takes extraordinary measures. Ugh. Fantastic Blah, yeah. line. It is great. So Coley is like, look, this is not personal. Mm-hmm. Um, once Kolya gets who he wants, John can return to Atlantis. Like, I'm not for you, John. Like, you're a means to the end right now. Yeah. I really don't care about you that much, personally. Back in Atlantis, Layden explains that the IDC code is actually shared with only two people. His second minister and his personal assistant. Mm -hmm. Both of which 
are people he trusted on the highest level, both of which are now in custody and being questioned because he doesn't know who the fuck turned on him. Yeah. Layden also ensures to Weir how important their alliance is to the Janai. He tries to impress him as like, I'm not fucking with you because yeah. the alliance with you guys is real goddamn important. Yeah. Yeah, no, really, please, please don't fucking kill me. <laughs> please, just goddamn, listen. And there's an awkward activation. And there's an analog video signal. Uh, I love this moment. Ronan has never met Kolya. No. But he knows he hates him. So Taylor explains to Ronan uh-huh. how Kolya trying to take Atlantis and oh yeah, Layden was on the strike team and yeah. Ronan looks over to Layden. Like, can I kill him now? In the, well that is some useful information way. Yeah, for when I kill you and defend my reasons. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. So Kolya's asking for Weir and eventually she gets on the line and he steps aside to show John, now gagged, mm-hmm. sitting behind him. He's unharmed and Kolya wants to make a trade. First Weir wants to talk to Shepard. They do clarify. Also want Shepard to talk back to them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Uh, once on gag, John's like, on my command authority. Don't do anything he asks. They wrestle with him a bit and he gets gagged again. Yeah. And Damn since it. Kolya only has a voice, he, can only, he can't see anything on Atlantis. Mm-hmm. Um, he, oh, I just got chills. <laughs> there was a nice breeze. Can we just, before I go on, uh, this is the couple weeks that a knitter living in Florida dreams about. <laughs> I knit a real heavy sweater that I can only wear about four times, <laughs> if that, a year. And it looks great. Thank you. Um, but I'm really... Because I'm like, all of my clothes is threadbare. <laughs> I'm in my warmest sweater and I'm like, what is this made of? Tissue paper? Uh, that's your warmest sweater? Yeah, I probably have one in Girl, there. I'm gonna give I have you another a one. heavier duty sweater. I have another one. So... Um, Kolyo in his voice and he's like look I assume Layden is there as well that is who Kolyo wants hand Layden over mm-hmm. and John will be immediately released yeah and Weir wants time to think and he Kolyo's like yeah sure you can have the time to think but just to make sure that happens in a speedy time they bring in a very weak wraith with yeah. a metal guard so I feel like they did this big reveal later, but in this moment, I was like, oh, that's who's in the cell. It, it very much... I think that the scene after this, you know who it is, and you're yeah. just watching John realize who it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because it's this, you know, duh. But uh, they anyway. take the metal guard off his hand that they keep on his hand. It's like a... It's, it's the equivalent of... Um, um, I'm making references to movies that I can't remember the name of. That's fine. I was like, it's 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 like the mouth guard over what's his face. Hannibal Lecter. Yes. In Silence of the Lambs. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the ver- it's, it's basically a, it's the a, hand a, version. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. You're absolutely right. <laughs> you can only feed when I let you. So the wraith starts feeding on John, and mm-hmm. Weir yells to stop, and the guards tase the wraith to get him to stop feeding. And Weir warns Kolya that he just crossed a line. Yep. And Kolya's like, Look, I've used this torture before. Mm-hmm. It's a minimum of three hours between feedings to ensure the body can recover. Ugh. You have three hours. Hmm. Is this where she's like, We don't negotiate with terrorists? No, it's later. It's later with Landon. Right? Yeah. Okay, later. Yeah. 
So back in the cell, we come to the two-man play of it all. Yep. The guy's like, they called you Shepherd. <laughs> I can't get over his voice, and I can't... I love just the simple way of how he says, Shepherd. I do love... Yeah. It is very much... It's an alien voice saying a name that oh, is common to Well, him. but his... Like, he keeps that... It's that low, and then yeah. the growl, and then he has... Oh! I love that voice. <laughs> Um, and he's like, and you hurt. And the guy, John's like, I was just fucking fed on by a wraith. Duh. Yeah. Um, the guy wouldn't know what that feels like. John's like, I really hope you don't ever find out. Yeah. Uh, I didn't think it could hurt that much. He's like, look, John's alive. He doesn't know how many years he just lost. Mm -hmm. The wraith could have killed him. And Todd goes, well, do you blame the wraith or do you blame the master? And John does the Road to El Dorado both meme. How <laughs> about both, yeah. <laughs> look on me, look on me. And the guy says, Todd says there's a difference. You know, a wraith has to feed to live. Like, the hunger yeah. burns like a fire. And this is where John starts to get the wait a minutes. Yeah. And walks to the window. <laughs> I like that, the wait a minute. And still in shadow, but you can see the long hair. And the guy continues, Look, if John found himself burning alive, would you settle for a single drop of water? Right. Or would you go to take more? Yeah. Yeah. John's neighbor is Wraith, who will be later Wraith known man. as Todd. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. He's just so goddamn good. It's, um... It's a it's a great way to introduce this idea and to yeah. remind us. Um, so in the conference room later, Lennon is like, "Look, I know Kolya has a really bad rap here in Atlantis. Okay, like he's a monster, he's bad, yeah. but like he's not got a scarf delivery. <laughs> a scarf delivery. He's like he's bad, he's a monster, but like he's not that bad." Layden is <laughs> like, really, he's no different than than me. You know, for his credit, he's like, look, no excuses for what we both did while we were here in Atlantis. Mm -hmm. um, trying to take it over. But we were both soldiers under Cowan's orders. And when we failed, Kolya fell out of Cowan's inner circle real hard. Yeah. Layden only stayed in it because he was a lead scientist. And Cowan needed him. I don't know. It's it's hard to defend Coldia, especially after this episode. It's just like no, it, but I I hear it, but also like nah, bro. Well, and that's why I like this part from from Layden because he's like he's 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 a bad guy, but he's kind of backed in the corner. And in reality, it's like I could have been the exact same if yeah. it had been me. I can see why he's doing this. Yeah. And almost like a warning of, like, we're two sides of the same coin. Yeah, like, I, I have to have some compassion for him because he could be me. Uh-huh. I feel that. Um, Coley went underground, and he spoke of overthrowing Cowan, and Layden was torn because to him, neither Cowan or Coley had what it took to lead the Janai into the future. And McKay's like, but you did? He's like, <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, kind of. Yeah. yeah. I like that McKay's the one who says that because I feel like that's a McKay move. It is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, oop! I mean, that would probably be what I say, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm for it. Um, Layden just kind of walks over that and says that Kolya thinks that Layden has taken his rightful place. 
which Layden would feel the same if yep. it was Kolya in charge. <laughs> and clearly, Kolya has people in Layden's inner circle. And he says the traitors will be found. Ronan's like, kind of sounds like you're the traitor. A little bit. A little bit. It's like, you're already sounding pretty traitory with all your death and And you defending. can see how much energy is taking Layden not to turn around and throw a punch. Yeah. He's like, must he be here? <laughs> I mean, yeah, imagine trying to be, like, the good guy for the first time in your life. That's kind of what it is, yeah. Yeah, and it's like, you're not, y'all aren't making it easy. He's like, look, I understand I have done shitty things in the past. I am trying to, now that I'm here, like, do good, yeah. but also understand that I could have been him. Yep. Um... Where is like, yeah, no, Ronan's definitely going to stay, because mm-hmm. the more I hear, super going to stay right behind you. <laughs> um, and Layden goes, look, if you turn me over, there's going to be a civil war among the Janai. Ronan's like, and? Okay. I'm fine with that. Cool. take that loss. So? Um, McKay's like, well, we can't, we can't turn you over. We can't do that. What, can? Well, actually, can we? Like, yeah, what do? What do? Can we just turn him over? Yeah, th- and I, I do love that we get this moment to get some insight into what happened with the Janai. Af- yeah. What the aftermath was for the people that aren't our team on Atlantis, mm-hmm. how this continued to affect everyone else, and and how maybe we're not the only ones trying. Well, and I like it because... Stargate has Stargate has a history of um, causing a, a large political change in a culture and then leaving. Yeah, and then just GTFOing. Yeah, and then we don't see what happens Have after fun. that. Try yeah. to execute this. We're gonna go. <laughs> we don't. We don't stick around for the dirty work. We don't stick around, and so here with the Janai, because we it's it's a planet and a culture that we keep coming back to. We see the fact that it's like when. The leader goes down. Sometimes there is a power vacuum. There's yeah. a Game of Thrones, if you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Maybe not dragons, but there is a Game well, of Thrones, you know, if you the will. Wraith are dragony. The wraith are dragony. Yeah. We doesn't care what John ordered or didn't order. This is not his decision at this point, and mm-hmm. she is still hoping to have a rescue mission and not have to make this choice. Um, and McKay is hoping to have laid in cross-reference and Janai safe houses and shelters that are on their list. Yep. So, back in Waiting for Wraith Doe, which was almost my AKA, (laughs) (laughs) uh, John is furious and pacing. And Todd is like, you realize he's torturing both of us, right? Yeah. Like, he stopped me from feeding, and I'm starving, and he only gave me a spoonful of soup. Yeah. John, give no fucks. (laughs) I don't care about your soup, bro. Yeah. Yeah. No soup for you. (laughs) And Todd doesn't hide the fact that, look, I'm hungry, and I've been hungry for years, and I kind of wish I was able to feed off you entirely mm-hmm. nothing against you i'm just hungry yeah it's not personal man it's about survival yeah and i feel like john understands that vibe which sure. is why he's like i don't want a conversation just shut the fuck up yeah don't talk to me i don't want to be friends with you um and look todd gets it if you want your last hours to be silent that's fine mm-hmm. john is still sure he's gonna get rescued 
Um, and the wraith, and, and Todd hopes that John continues to believe that next time he feeds off him. Ugh. Back in Atlantis, Kirsten explains to Weir that feeding sucks. Yeah. And if you couldn't guess, try to make a decision before the next feeding. Poor Carson, I feel like all he gets to do this episode is wring his hands. I know. He's like, ah, this is bad, guys. This is hey, bad. I'm just here to remind I you. can't do anything. Yeah. John is strong, but like, no one's that strong. Yeah. To endure multiple feedings. Yeah. Um, McKay comes running up the stairs. They have a match, and we're immediately gives him a go. So the Marines gear up. McKay starts like this is yelling my out part of the, the strong episode. leader shit that John would normally you, say. We're going in. We're going out. We're doing the thing. Kirsten, Kirsten goes, "What the fuck?" Yeah. And Taylor's like, "Well said." Yeah. Shut up, bro. Ronan's just like, "Stay behind me." <laughs> and they go to. I like John. Taylor. Like you go, you go, go McKay. Get him done. You get that good attitude. Yeah. <laughs> so John is back in the chair with Kolya, and we found out. Um, he wasn't gunning for John specifically. It could have been McKay. He just needed someone who was of worth to Atlantis. Yeah. I, I do like his, um, although McKay, I could do without McKay's yeah. <laughs> fucking whining. <laughs> Which, I mean, couldn't we all? Uh, yeah. But it's part of his charm. <laughs> exactly. So John tells him uh, Weir's not going to make the trade. Colia warns John not to underestimate Weir's sympathetic nature. Mm-hmm. John knows better. One way or another, Kolya will have Leiden. Kolya was the one planning to overthrow Cowan, and then Leiden went and fucked it up and staged his own coup, and that role is Kolya's. That's mine. You took the thing I want. Now yep. I gotta kill other people to get to you? Basically. I mean, why not just steal Kolya himself? You got insiders on your planet, but no. No. You gotta bring Atlantis into this. Uh-huh. Jeebus. And okay. uh, they bring Todd back in. Mm-hmm. And... By the way, I didn't mention this before, because you couldn't really see it when it was in the, in the cell, mm-hmm. but this first, I'm going to call it, like, aging makeup, yeah. was beautifully subtle, because normally they overdo things, Yeah, yeah but yeah, this yeah. was this was really subtle. It was just some extra lines around his eyes. That had to have been fun to put together for the makeup person, because, yeah, it is really just, like, you almost are like, did they do something? Mm-hmm. Or did they not? Do? The next ones are all obviously more, yeah, 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 more yeah. thing. But this one is just really beautifully subtle. Agreed. Um, and yeah, Ronan sends a flash bomb into the door on a planet, mm-hmm. flips his blaster, kicks it in, and takes lead. All the Marines file in behind him. Even Carson has his gun up, ready to go. Which I'm like. <laughs> How far was the jumper? Can we put like our chief medical officer in the jumper? Yeah. Until don't, you find don't make him. John? Yeah. But they take cover, they clear the area. Ronan stuns one Janai, he's just a caretaker. Meanwhile, Rodney hears like a slight sound just opens fire into the corner. <laughs> <laughs> You know what, though? Here's what I'm proud of him for. He didn't think twice. No. He's like, I heard a sound. Gotta kill it. Exactly. Yeah. Everyone gathers. better. Everyone gathers where they heard gunfire. And and he's like, oh, everyone's here. No, it's, um, it's it's okay. It was just a mouse. A really big It was a rodent of unusual size. (laughs) It was a rodent of unusual size. (laughs) Um, But John is not here, and they just wasted two and a half hours and a mouse. (laughs) 
Oh, poor little mouse. Oh, Atlantis. The mouse was like, now's my chance. I can break free of I the know. I want to break free. <laughs> oh, buddy. On Atlantis, Weir tells Layden his intel was wrong. Hmm. Uh, Layden wants to head back to the Janai, mobilizes on military, and Weir's like, yeah, no. Yeah. You can contact your people from here. Guess what you're not doing. And Layton's like, look, I know why you're keeping her, keeping me here. And she's like, no, no, you don't. Because you're a head of state. And John insisted we not submit to Kolya's demands. In my country's policy is to never yield to terrorists. That's why the fuck you're still here. Yeah. If it was up to me, you, you wouldn't be, be here anymore. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, got it. Understood. I was like, I don't even want you alive. I, I'm not even doing what I want to be doing right now. Well, I think it's just more of... It's it's almost like the way that Todd is like, it's nothing personal, I'm just hungry. Yeah. Whereas, like, it's nothing personal, I just want I, I just don't want like back. you. I'm just doing the thing that I'm supposed exactly. to do. Exactly. Yeah. Let's be clear. They are interrupted again by Kolya, ringing in again. Mm-hmm. Uh, revealing the Wraith is already there and waiting to feed on it's, John. It's, you know, it's our next video feed, if you will. <laughs> A second video feed. Uh, oh, they're feeding in the video. Oh, okay. So Kolya asks again, turn over Layden for John. Mm. And John is shaking his head in the back. Weir pauses and says no. Yep. Kolya lets the Wraith feed upon John again. And Todd and John do have a little moment of eye connection first. A few seconds of feeding and they drag Todd off. Yep. John is now noticeably older. Yeah. It's bad. It's like they took another decade. Um, three hours. Oh boy. So they now throw what? John back into the cell. He crawls over to the wall under the window. And Todd's like, well, where are your friends? He goes, they're be here, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Just need more time. They're coming. And Todd tells him, like, there is, like, no one leaves this place alive. Colio will kill your friends before they even get down here to where the cell is. Uh, and that's when John gets up because he has a light bulb moment. How well do you know this place? He asks Todd. Uh, and is it well enough to escape? Yeah. Because it's like once John's like, look, once I'm dead, you're just still going to be here. Thankfully, I'm glad they figured this out and they put this together. Uh-huh. I'm so proud of this moment. <laughs> well, he doesn't agree to it yet. Yeah. Um, because... Yeah, John's like, your life here is kind of shit, so common goal, let's get out of here. And Todd just walks away, because he, to him, there is no escape. I have a hunch he's tried escape a few times, early on. Yeah. Three more hours pass, and again, they take John from his cell, uh, bring Todd out at the same time, they look at each other, and before either can maybe do anything, the guard just punches John in the back of the head. Yeah. <laughs> he passes yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. In the broadcast to Atlantis, Kolya tells Weir that he has years still left. Yeah. And his offer still stands. And Weir's answer still stands. Layden voices up when prompted. Kolya wonders, look, like, what did you tell them? What did you do to these people that they would choose you over John? And Layden's like, look, the, the truth. Kolya, if you release... John, you can return to the Janai, and you'll have amnesty. Oh. Koya's like, yeah, I trade you better than that. <laughs> I know better. Yeah. Some things cannot be undone. Yep. 
one last chance, and Colia is going to tell Todd that he can have his fill. And everyone watches with their own flavor of horror as the wraith feeds on John. Everyone's reaction is unique, which I liked. This is, yeah, this, yeah, it's, um, I think my favorite is Ronan's. Oh, he's fucking, he's. Like the frustration uh-huh. to not be able to do shit. Uh-huh. I know that feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, the wraith stops before John is dead. Mm -hmm. And the wraith asks if he should finish John, but Kolya's like, no. Two hours. And he ends the transition. Transmission. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, this part sucks. This is the part where Carson is definitely not okay. Yeah, Carson's like, look, if there is one more feeding, John is dead. Yeah, and he, yeah. He's like, honestly, he could already die because he may already be past the point of no return. They do not understand feeding. Yeah. On It's extremely complex. Um, a lot of people die after a partial feeding because of the strain on the system. Yeah. What looks again, like aging is not aging. It's just way more complex and they yeah. don't understand it. Yeah. This is a part where Carson's like, hey, look, I know we all love John and he's been a superhero yeah. before, but at the end of the day, he's not actually a superhero. Exactly. It's going to kill him. He's still human. Yeah. Um, Ronan just kind of roars at Landon that if he was half the man John is, he would volunteer to make the trade himself, yeah. which accurate. John would. I mean, yeah. John would. Yeah. Uh, Layden admits that, look, if I was in your shoes, Weir, I don't know which decision I would make. Um, I tell you the truth again. mm -hmm. And he's like, look, there's nothing more I can do here. Like, Mm -hmm. let me go back to the Janai. Let me get the information, try to save John. Let me interrogate these men that stole the codes. That's like the best thing I can do right now to help John. He's not wrong, because that's what ends up helping. 100%. Yeah. So, John passed out at the end of the last feeding, and wakes up in the cell. John figured he was going to wake up dead. Mm-hmm. Todd's like, you're stronger than any human I have ever fed on. Yeah, well, I'm a superhero. I'm John Shepard. I am John Shepard. And and John's like, well, why did you stop? Why didn't you just kill me? Um... And Todd's like, look, because the longer I feed, the weaker you become, and you're going to need all the strength that you have to escape. And John's like, now you fucking want to escape? there's going to be a jailbreak. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to make it happen. (laughs) I do like the Harrison Ford vibes that old John gives us. strong. He basically is just, get off my plane. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. There is strong Harrison. There's. Yeah. I got a lot of Harrison Ford Air Force One vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Old Harrison Ford vibes. <laughs> As the Janai get their weapons back, mm-hmm. uh, and Layden thanks Weir, Weir's like, "Yeah, save it. Didn't do it for you." Yeah. Shh, shh, shh. Um. He goes. I'll be in touch the moment I have information. After he leaves, McKay has a sinking feeling that they've made a terrible mistake. <laughs> yeah. And Ronan just grumbles that they did. Taylor's not sure. And I love I love that we see how untrusting the team is. And it's it's like a red herring. Yeah. Yeah. It I yeah, it's it's everything's leading us to these things and like we know what the setup is, mm-hmm. but it's still great to watch it happen. Yeah. Yeah. So back with Steve McQueen, mm-hmm. John is <laughs> is laying there. Yeah. 
the the wraith is standing tense music the guards come in to take both of them they drag john up the ballroom blitz starts playing in the background uh-huh. both pause at the doors and make their moves at the same time yep. uh the wraith grabs one breaks his metal handguard against the wall a couple yeah. times till it breaks free and then just starts feeding off one of the guards yeah. it's funny too it took me a second i was like why isn't he just feeding oh right right yeah. he's gotta do the thing while john uses the more traditional elbow and fist method mm-hmm. And uh, one of the guards shoots Todd a few times in the back. John pulls a dagger from another guard and just flings it effortlessly into yeah. the shooter's chest. Ranged dagger. Dagger, dagger, dagger. <laughs> so John finishes his guards. Todd finishes feeding. Um, John picks up a gun. And I love this moment here where they like... This moment of trust that passes yeah, between like them. Yeah, the tension, like, are you just gonna feed on me mm-hmm. right now, or... And John throws him the keys to uh, undo the rest of his shackles, mm-hmm. and John hands Todd the second gun. Yeah, this like, moment is like, oh, shit, oh, shit, what's gonna happen? Even And then the one late, okay, let's get okay, to it. Okay, and they head off together, so they do some stealth mode. Yeah. They take stock of the guards around them, yeah. while the wraith... Todd inspects the gun inadvertently pointing into John's face and John's yeah. like, can you just, can you not? Yeah. Uh, so John also took a <laughs> Be radio. Be better with gun. <laughs> gun safety. Yeah. <laughs> John took a radio so he does the whole static button distraction. Yeah. And gets smart a jump. move. Oh, super smart move. Gets yeah. a jump on a guard. Todd takes another one. Gets shot with a, there's a lot of blood that pours so out. So many, so many blood. So many blood that How comes pouring blood? out of Todd. So many. Uh, John uses the stabbed guard as a body shield uh-huh. towards the shooter. Yeah. Until... A lot of really great moves. Oh, a lot yeah. of great D&D moves that I'm going to use 100%. sometime soon. <laughs> 100%. So, um, Tom's like, I'll heal. And John upgrades his weapons. Yeah. And runs off. So, they continue running. While Kolya finds out what the two of them have done. Yep. He orders 10 armed men at the Stargate. And I love how they say armed men because they're just going to be 10 men. Otherwise, you wouldn't arm them? (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. The rest are going to hunt them down. 10 scientists to the (laughs) Stargate. So they open a hatch, find Mm -hmm. themselves in the forest, and they have a little debate on heading to... They're like, we're going to head to the Stargate. It's super going to be guarded. Yeah. Like, where else do we go? And Todd is definitely hurt. Yeah, he's and like, he totally knows where he's going. Totally knows where he's going. Yeah. He's going to be fine. He needs to feed. John's like, not lunch. Look somewhere else. Yeah. And they find themselves at, like, a little bit of a standoff with their guns pointed at yeah. each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trust is not cemented yet. Not, not quite. Look, they make it to the Stargate. They go their separate ways. And until then, they need each other. Yeah. So they both put their weapons down. They definitely start heading for the Stargate. <laughs> we totally know where the Stargate is, guys. 100%. Everybody knows that the Stargate is right where I know it is. Uh, it's definitely the map is just upside down. It's right where it's supposed to be. <laughs> On Atlantis, Weir is just waiting. <laughs> She's just waiting. That's all you can do. Looking what at a Stargate. terrible time. Um, Chuck comes to check in. It's been two hours, <laughs> and the next call from Colio should be any minute. Yeah. On the planet, John, uh, like, John is blindfolded, but he's pretty sure it didn't take this long to get back to the Stargate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Todd has no way he can't move faster, and he just kind of falls to the ground, exhausted, after yeah. a moment. But... They're like, look, we're gonna rest, short rest. Yeah. 
John is going to need, like, we're both going to have to deal with the guards at the gate. Neither one can do this on our own. Yeah. If we're even heading to the Stargates. Mm-hmm. And Todd Did admits. we even know where the gate is? Todd's like, look, it I've been in that cell for many years. You know, it's like when you go back to your hometown from when you were a kid. You're mm-hmm. like, look, I lived here, but it's been a while. There's all these new buildings and the roads have been worked on. So I know there is a novel that touches on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have not read it, but I think I remember, like, Todd's been in prison there for, like, 16 years. Oh, 15 damn. or 16 years. Yeah. Wow. Um, so, you know... He might have the direction wrong. Yeah, it's like trying to walk the halls of your high school. Yeah. John's a little pissed, but I think it's like stress pissed. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but they, they do have a radio and they're able to hear um, over... And Kolya's like, look, fucking kill the Wraith if you need to. Uh-huh. But he wants John alive. So they learn that Kolya likes John more. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they wouldn't make it to the Stargate right yeah. now. Uh, and the Wraith figures it's over and just kind of slumps to the ground. No, John says. Another thing for the the Wraith to yeah. learn. John's people don't leave people behind. You're gonna learn about my people. Uh, Kolya doesn't know where they are. Mm-hmm. So the odds of rescue keep going up and up the longer they can stay alive out here. Yeah. Stay alive. Yeah. So Wraith, Todd tells him, you know, there's more to the Wraith than you know as well, John. I mean, yeah. And you're more like the Wraith than you than you know. John's like, I don't I don't think I want to be compared to you. Yeah. Yeah, there's much about the Wraith you do not know, Shepherd. You don't you've never seen my penis. <laughs> I don't know. But we don't know. We don't know what Wraith penis looks like. We don't know what Wraith penises look like. It may look very strange and different. <laughs> you don't know. You don't know everything. You don't know. Maybe that's what's on their other hand. <laughs> you don't know where they keep it. You don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's in a hip pocket. <laughs> you don't know everything. It's detachable. Maybe. <laughs> maybe it's in a, a little like pouch on the um, behind the kidneys. They actually have that little spinal tail. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. We can stop. Sorry. I don't know why I went there, but I did. Listen, I was going with you. It's done. It's called yes anding. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. You know, it was getting heavy. <laughs> <laughs> On Atlantis. Yeah. Kolya, Colin is late. Uh, they haven't heard anything from Layden, so they have yeah. no clue if, like, they're both in on it in yep. this time. They've all fucked us. Like, if Layden was in on it, why would he come here? The paranoia. But it's the paranoia that sets in when everybody is in a chat yeah. except you. Uh-huh. Everyone's in, everyone's chat symbol is busy except yeah. yours. When, uh-huh. when you're like, wait, what did I do? What did I do? <laughs> um, you know, it's the Janai. The Janai don't have the best reputation. Yeah. Uh, why isn't Kolyo calling them? And McKay's like, look, there is a possible reason. And we're all not saying it. And we're just like, yeah, we're, we're not, all not saying, saying it. it. Yeah. <laughs> Out in the woods. Into the woods. Into the woods we go. Um, over the radio, they hear Coley's men are concentrating their search around the gate. Mm-hmm. And John laughs. They they must have thought we knew where we were going. They must have thought we knew where we were going. <laughs> they both laugh a bit. The wraith yeah. is flat on his back. Yeah. Um, the wraith looks up at the night sky, and he's like, escape was worth it just to see the sky again. Poor guy. John has higher expectations. I mean, he's seen the sky pretty recently, so he's like, fuck the sky right now. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, I can imagine like the Wraith hasn't seen the sky in sixteen years. years. Yeah. The it's Wraith... like when we walk outside after a long week of work, and you're yeah. like, "Oh right, I haven't been outside all." Oh week. yeah, the sky exists. Yeah, this is a thing. Stupid sun. Yeah. So the Wraith's <clears throat> wound is deep, and if Todd doesn't feed, he's going to die. And John's like, "Well, suck it up." Yeah. Because a, you're not feeding off me. Stop and... looking at me like I'm a giant and <laughs> like. Cartoon yeah, chicken. Yeah, it was like the Looney Tunes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am not a ham. Um, he goes, we had a deal, we both go home. Yeah. But if they meet again in the future, all bets are off. Yep. Let us hope we do not meet again. Uh-huh. How romantic. <laughs> and then they try to get some sleep taking watches. Yep. Um, which clearly, as we see later, doesn't go well, but yeah. that's neither here nor there. Han Atlantis finally calls in with an update. Um, he he knows Atlantis must have had doubts, but the interrogation took longer than expected. Yep. But they have location. Checking during interrogation would have been great. Have one of your guys call in. Just and say, be like, he's still in there. By Bye. The way, yeah. <laughs> be back. By the way, still torturing people. Still doing it. Because you know that was not a peaceful interrogation. Yeah, exactly. Even for the innocent one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Ow. So, um, he is certain enough that this is Colia's base. He's sending a full brigade through the gate. They have one hour and everyone will be ready to go. Uh, you know, but really, in reality, it shouldn't be much more than a cloak jumper. And Lannon's good friend, Ronan, can't yeah. handle. <laughs> I like his attempt to get on Ronan's good side. Because yeah. that is the way to do it. Yeah, but I, also, I mean, you're not gonna get. There. But I also see Layden was saying that just as a snark. Yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. "You're a brute." Yeah, you good work. friend over there. Okay, bye. Yeah. Uh, he goes, "Just please leave Kolya for the Janai forces to find." And where looks around, he's like, "Yeah, I can't promise that." I do love that. And Layden understands for his part. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Atlantis crew gets ready. Weir looks at Ronan and goes, "Look." If you find Kolya, he's like, no promises. Yeah. With a look of promise. Ha 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 ha. Okay. Daytime on the planet. Uh, Todd sits up. Yeah. There's a search party very close by. Yep. Uh, the Wraith goes over to John, who fell asleep on watch. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's what happens when you're um, Harrison Ford Shepard. <laughs> uh, and... John wakes up the Wraith. Todd is like, look, they're coming. And just feeds off John Ah! again. And we see John surprised and aged to the point of, is he dead or not? Yeah, yeah, I'm not going to get political. He like, (laughs) no, I was like, he just ages like the first Indiana Jones movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, yeah, full opening the Ark of the Covenant. Uh Uh-huh. So the guards come upon this seemingly dead John who Todd just laid out on the ground uh-huh. and then Todd just rains down a world of hurt on them he's just full yeah full rage just death from above Uh huh. feeding off one happen. fully probably feeding off both fully but we only see one gotta do it Colia's men at the gate are on full alert to an incoming wormhole and we see the cloak jumper come through and I do like when Carson said he wanted to reserve a seat on the jumper for a member of his medical team. He meant himself. Yeah. <laughs> Sue for himself. Always me. Always me. Assume me. Assume me. Yeah. 
<laughs> they see the facility on the HUD, and they're also detecting rapidly diminishing life signs about a mile from the bunker. Uh, it was eight, and then four, and then two, and one is blue. And definitely, John, because thank fucking God they finally got some subcutaneous transmitters. Yeah, yeah tracking devices. Get them done. Chip them. Yep. Look, can we chip puppies? We can chip people. <laughs> when you're going off road and getting kidnapped. You, only with their knowledge. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I meant to go like, these people are going off and getting the, kidnapped. Yeah, awareness. Yeah, awareness. Yeah. yeah. But like, they're going in and kidnapped multiple times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> these these are people who, who we with need consent. to track. Consent, please. Consent, yeah, there please. we go. Done. Henry Crabgrass. Consent, please. Yeah. <laughs> Henry the consent Crabgrass. <laughs> See our fans. Um... So they are guessing the other sign is Kolya. And they go to land at that at their position. Mm. Back to a barely hanging on to life John, who yeah. looks up at Todd, clearly feeling betrayed. And he's like, fucking finish it, dude. Yeah. Just fucking finish yeah. it. Wraith up and finish it. <laughs> uh, but Todd reminds him, he's like, remember when I told you that there are many things about the Wraith that you do not know? Yeah. Bah, 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 you're about to get learned. And he puts his hand back on John's chest. Mm-hmm. So the team creeps up. They hear John cry out and then just dart. Ronan sees a wraith standing over John. You know? Yeah. A little bit of a trigger for Ronan. Yeah, I would be pretty pissed. <laughs> and, I'd be pissed. And yanks Todd away, about to fire, and John calls out to wait, and he stands up. In not Harrison Ford voice. Back to his old, not freshly rested. Yeah. All the hair is perfectly out of place. Uh-huh. Beautiful men, Shepard. Uh-huh. And uh, the and Todd tells John that the gift of life is only reserved for the most devout of worshipers and their brothers. And for brothers. That's my favorite line. And, and the show is there. Bye. Bye. <laughs> um John's like, "Yeah, clearly a lot about the wraith that we don't know." That means there's hope. That means there's hope. If we can kill, we can not kill. <laughs> and we can do something with that. That's all I got. Okay. So, the Wraith... Todd tells everyone else gathered that John saved his life. So yeah. he was repaying the debt. And McKay is just like, <laughs> well, what kind of debt repaying? He looks younger than he did <laughs> you look yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ronan goes... Hey guys, remember how Kolya? Yeah, we got another guy to get. And John picks up the radio and calls out to him. Kolya hears, is listening in front of a active Stargate wormhole. John knew Kolya would run. Yeah. And John Eat warns him shit. that the next time he sees him, kill on sight. You big chicken. And Kolya leaves through the gate without saying a word. He he Homer Simpsons into the Stargate. He does. Oh, just... Yeah, gotta go. Um, John just wants to go home. Yeah. Ronan's like, um, Wraith? Yeah. Bye, Wraith. They had a deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Todd didn't expect John to honor it, but they had a deal. Yep. So John ponders and... Looks to Ronan, who offers him his blaster, and John fires at Todd. And when Ronan gets his blaster back, he's like, you didn't even kill him. Mm-hmm. No. Get him in the jumper. Yep. They're going to drop him off. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. They got to get him off this planet. Yeah. yeah. So Todd wakes up with a startle. John is finally full geared back up. Mm-hmm. His gun at the ready. 
and Todd is like, what? What'd I thought you, you were going to kill me. Here? John's like, look, there's a lot about humans. You don't know, too. Boy, mic drop. Bam! Um, the ra- it, Todd stands up. No, you don't save me. I save you. <laughs> They're on another planet, and you can hear wraith activity of darts above. Yeah. Next time they meet, They're all brothers. bets are off. Bum, bum, bum. And John steps back into the cloak jumper while Todd is looking up. So when he looks back down, it's like magic trick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and and yeah, they leave, and Todd waits to be picked up. The end. The end. For brothers. Um, I did love this one. I felt like I saw where it was going, and I liked that. And um, my voice is gone. Oh, you were speaking too much, like Todd. Yeah, there's something coming. There's something cool about. There's something cool about uh, um, that we know that there's something different with the wraith. That's something yeah. we can work with. Um, but we're getting a ramp because yep. the dogs ate our internet and the internet guy's here. Yeah, we're recording this so on the internet. We love you guys. So I'll just say next up is Stargate SG1 Memento Mori, and it is one that Grace is going to love. Okay, uh, we love you guys. We're so happy to be back. <laughs> Sorry this ended so quickly, but we love you. Uh, find us on Twitter at Tara Podcast. Find us on Facebook at Tara. Email us at theSoulPlaySayTara at gmail.com. We love you guys. Bye-bye. Thank you.